0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another PC Voice podcast. This is your boy, Logan. Um, so as you all probably have noticed, I have been very absent from the podcasting scene, both on Rumble and the main channel for about a month or over a month in Rumble's case. And that is due to um, a few different reasons. Uh, in terms of Rumble... It mainly has to do with the fact that school has been ramping up. Um, when I started, uh, stopped doing Rumble Podcast, we were getting towards midterm uh, time for school, and uh, now we are going right from midterms into developing final papers, final projects, because we only have like five or four more weeks of school before we hit winter break, and then we have a, long, a month-long stretch of break. Um, So there will be more content coming out in the month of December. So I can promise you guys and guarantee you guys that within December, you guys are going to be getting a lot more content from me because we'll be winding down to winter break. Um, However, the other reason I haven't simply been doing podcasting is because... Um, about three weeks ago now, my, one of my close friends, uh, from middle and high school, who I still kept in contact with after, uh, high school and, you know, still, uh, talked with him and hung out with him and whatnot, he, uh, passed away. Um, so that obviously got in the way of making podcasts because I just was not in a mental state to be able to make content for you guys because I had to focus on school still and work through that and adding podcasting on top of that, even though I love doing this, um, it would have been a very hard task to do and the content probably would not have been as up to par as I would like it to be. So... With that being said, I just wanted to let you guys know why I haven't been uploading much, and it's just simply due to the fact that school's really busy right now, and I've been struggling in school a little bit, and uh, due to the fact that I had a personal um, loss within the past month. So that is why there has not been much content up. But we are uh, you know, going to slowly get back into the grind of things on Rumble and on the main channel here again, and I figured what better way to get back into, uh, the main channel is to, uh, review Modern Warfare 2, considering it did come out, like, what, two weeks ago now at this point, um, so, yeah, that's, that's what we're gonna do in today's, uh, podcast is review the game, uh, as its entirety, um, or in its entirety, and discuss about, um, Next week, when, about Warzone 2 and DMZ and, you know, what's to come for Season 1 of Modern Warfare and Warzone. Um, and for those of you that want to catch uh, a Rumble podcast or are wondering about when my next Rumble podcast will be, um, that is something I'm still choosing uh, on figuring out when I'm going to do that. I haven't figured out if I'm going to do it, um, when Thanksgiving break comes around, which is like a week or two away, or if I'm going to be doing, um... Something relatively soon. I haven't made up my mind on Rumble yet. Um, When I come back to Rumble, I really want to come back with, um, you know, full force, full strength kind of thing. Maybe even do some reaction videos and whatnot um, to things and get my responses to them. Because I think that'd be a different um, change up for Rumble content. So it really all does depend, though, on where things, uh, end up going, but as of right now, Rumble-wise, I cannot really give any information on it, um, and for those of you that follow my getter, um, it would be, you know, obvious that I haven't posted much because I just, I haven't posted much on anything. I think the only thing I've done in the past month, um, in terms of PC Boys in any capacity has been streaming, I think, once or twice, um, but I don't even think I put those announcements up on my Discord, um so yeah it's been it's been a while since i've uh been back in the game but i'm here now so uh without further ado let's just get into uh modern warfare 2 um and my thoughts on the game so modern warfare 2 as you all know technically came out on like the 28th of october i believe it was And, a week earlier, they had the campaign come out, um, for those that pre-ordered. So, naturally, I pre-ordered to play the campaign, and I thought the campaign was pretty solid. They were a lot more focused on their villains this time, which was a major criticism I had of Modern Warfare 2019. Um, however, it was very odd that some characters didn't show up, or how they had a lack of characters, um, involvement in this. So, uh, spoiler alert, um... The character of Farah from Model Warfare 2019, who was very heavily featured in that game, was very, um, way pushed to the sidelines in this game. She was only in one mission, and it was in Ur- Urzikstan. Um, she is an operator currently, uh, for those that purchase the Vault edition of the game in multiplayer and spec ops. However, in terms of the campaign itself, Farah is very much not a part of the campaign. Um, we didn't get to see anything to do with Hadir, who we know at the end of 2019's Modern Warfare that he was in a Russian prison and someone wanted to get him out of prison, and we have yet to see him yet. Um, there a big, um, I guess you could say, not conspiracy, because there is evidence to back it up, but there's this big, uh, consensus in the Call of Duty community that Hadir is Khalid al-Assad, who is part of the Four Horsemen Of the original Modern Warfare trilogy, uh, which was consisted of Imran Zakayev, Khalid Al Assad, uh, Makarov, um, and of course, Victor Zakayev. And we've already seen Imran Zakayev in Black Ops Cold War, which is canon to the new Modern Warfare trilogy. We've seen Um, Imran Zakayev at the end of the Modern Warfare Warzone, uh, storyline, we have seen Khalid Al-Assad in terms of a operator in Vanguard slash Warzone, um, but we have yet to see the identity of Khalid Al-Assad, most people assume it's Hadir, um, and Makarov, of course, was mentioned at the end of the Modern Warfare 2 campaign, big shocker, and no Russian also returned. So, you know... It's going to be really interesting to see how they go into Modern Warfare Three because Alex is out there somewhere. Hadir probably who is also probably Khalid Al Assad is still out there. Uh, General Shepard is still out there, and yes, he's a bad guy in this game, but he's a lot more of like a background character than on the front lines, like he was in the original Modern Warfare Two. But at the end of the day, um. Yeah, there's still a lot of villains in this new Modern Warfare timeline. I don't know if they plan on making more than a trilogy for this timeline, but if they are going in the fashion of a trilogy, then... You still have a lot of villains that you have to do something with, right? Because Makarov is now introduced in the picture. We still have General Shepard alive out there somewhere. Um, and we still have Khalid al-Assad out there. So, out of the four horsemen, um, as well, there are still two, you know, out there. Uh, Makarov and Khalid al-Assad. And then, Victor Zakayev is dead, we assume Imran Zakayev died of a heart disease or something, I think that was mentioned in Modern Warfare 2019, or or the Warzone cutscenes, so when it comes down to it, um, it really does look like there's a lot of players, or three potential villains that could be in Modern Warfare 3, which... Brings a lot of problems, in my opinion, because when you look at Modern Warfare, like the original Modern Warfare franchise, right? Imran Zakayev was the bad guy in that first Modern Warfare, and yeah, Khalid Al Assad was too. But Khalid Al Assad was like a secondary villain, you know, someone that you had to go after to figure out where Imran Zakayev was. There were two villains, but one led you to the main one. And when it comes to this new Model Warfare, um, you know, Modern Warfare 3, it's like, okay, you have Khalid Al-Assad and you have Makarov, so are they trying to pull, like, a COD-4 slash MW-2 in Model Warfare 3? Because General Shepard is also out there, too. So it, it makes me wonder if they're planning on going beyond a trilogy with this franchise, because there's still plenty of villains that they can use continuing forward in this Modern Warfare trilogy and we'll see what they do as of right now everyone assumes it's going to be a trilogy but they very well could choose to go beyond a trilogy they very well could um but yeah campaign was really well done very very impressed with it um a lot more action-packed than the last campaign but still pretty you know grounded in reality to a degree there was one mission that felt like an off-the-rails Call of Duty mission where you have to, like, drive cars and jump on top of the car and jump to another car. Uh, but outside of that mission, it was relatively, you know, what you would expect from a Modern Warfare title. So, now moving on to Spec Ops, because Spec Ops, as of right now, was pretty bare-boned. There are three Spec Ops missions, um... And they have their own goals, and you can pick up intel throughout the missions to understand more of the story of Al-Mazra and the Warzone map. So, kind of like an an intro into uh, what's going on, if you will. Um, But the main thing is, with the Spec Ops, is that they're just not fun. In the sense that you play it once and you don't really want to replay it again. Like... Zombies in the Call of Duty franchise will always remain supreme, I'm, pr- I'm very sure, as the third-party co-op mode. It's the one and only mode that people go back to time and time again to play. I mean, mowing down zombies is just fun in and of itself, but trying to beat your last high round or beat the easter egg, zombies just gives you so much stuff in a fantasy slash science fiction world that you can really have your imagination run wild because even though in black ops cold war which was the last um you know major zombies installment i don't even really consider vanguard a major zombies installment based upon you know the first two experiences of that game they didn't even have pack a punch cables or anything black ops cold war was the last real co-op experience and the cold war zombies was amazing like most of the maps yes were reskins or um Expansion slash distorted versions of campaign missions, and or uh, maps that already existed or regions, aka outbreak and onslaught. Uh, the only map in Modern War for, or excuse me, uh, Cold War Zombies that was original was D Machine, which was the very first zombies map that came out although it was nocturne totem they did expand quite a bit on top of nocturne totem so it was a different zombie experience it's like d machine does not feel like nocturne totem at all it plays so vastly differently because you're not confined in that one air bunker but at the end of the day even though a lot of the maps were like remakes of you know things and content that we've already seen within the game already it was still fun, because the gameplay loop was fun, the easter eggs were different, um, so naturally, there was replay value to that mode, and with Modern Warfare 2 Spec Ops, as of right now, unfortunately, with launch, there's only three missions, and there's nothing special about them, there's a mission where you have to, you know, go out at night, and you have to, um, collect a bunch of, Nuclear material, using Geiger counters, and stealth your way through it. You know, to obviously to have your best chances of surviving. And then there's a second mission where you have to traverse a large fucking like open field. Uh, it's not even a field. It, it's 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 like a wide open desert, and you have to take out Sam turrets. Um, and then the last mission is just simply, like, a survival-like mission where you have to survive six waves of enemies and defend targets, and it's not really fun. Like, the mission, like, I would say the the most fun mission out of them all was probably the, um, very first mission, uh, which was the covert one where, you know, you wanted to go in and you wanted to stealthfully take out enemies and, and, and collect the, um, nuclear material, I think that that mission was by far and large the best mission out of the entire Modern Warfare lineup uh, for, for the Spec Ops mode as of right now. Spec Ops is very, very, very bare bones. I will give them credit though, at least this time, the AI is not impossible to defeat, and also, uh, it's playable. For those of you that don't remember, Modern Warfare 2019 Spec Ops was unplayable. They only had, I think, yeah, they only had one Special Ops mission, which was a holdout style mission, (laughs) not wave-based per se, because it didn't, it wasn't like, you know, wave-based, it was, but it wasn't, it was unorthodox, um, but anyways, point being, they had one mission, at launch, and then they had a bunch of special operations, which were missions that you had to play with three other people, rather that be friends, or randoms, and, you needed to um, you know you went in with like your multiplayer loadouts or whatever and you had to do mission objectives and stuff a lot like these spec ops missions now. the main difference was though with um, these special operations, the bots were broken they had aim bot and did so much damage it was ridiculous and on top of that um, they also were bullet sponges and they respawned at crazy rates and there were just fundamental like parts of the mission that were broken where things would get stuck or you couldn't pick things up so at least with this new uh spec ops missions that they have made they aren't broken at least they are playable and they do work so there is that um but definitely spec ops is a very weak point But with the all-new Raids mode coming to Spec Ops in uh, Season 1 Reloaded, is my guess, or before Season 1 Reloaded, it's not at the launch of Season 1, but it's going to come within Season. Raids is supposed to be, like, the big mode for Spec Ops for Modern Warfare 2. But at launch, though, you can't say, oh, well, it's not there at launch. Like, you can't talk about Cold War and Outbreak When it comes to launch Cold War. Because it wasn't there. So it's kind of the same thing here. When Rage comes we'll talk about it. But we're just talking about the base game of Modern Warfare 2 itself. Not Season 1 and everything down the line. Multiplayer. Multiplayer is a very mixed bag for me when it comes to Modern Warfare 2. As like Modern Warfare 2019, I have the same compliments about the game. The IW, I believe 9 engine that it is, is fucking amazing. The gunplay is great. The movement is fluid. Everything from the gameplay standpoint is good. Everything from a gameplay standpoint, just like Modern Warfare 2019, is good. It looks good. It plays well. Movement's good. Gunplay's good. Everything is good. The only problem... As in Modern Warfare 2019 and Modern Warfare 2 is maps. The maps for this game are not that good. There's like one map on this game that I like. And that map is like Farm 18, I think is the name of it. It's the only map in Modern Warfare 2 that I genuinely genuinely enjoy see to see pop up in the playlist. Every map in this game is not fun. Because yet again... Like Modern Warfare 2019, they give you too many places to camp. And most of the maps, by the way, that are a part of 6v6, Spec Ops, they're all portions of the Warzone map. They aren't their own maps. Even when you look at Modern Warfare 2019 to a certain degree, right? Modern Warfare 2019 had original maps. Like Azir Cave, Grazna Raid. Two, I can think of off the top of my head, Piccadilly Circus, like, when Mono River 2019 came out, there were, actually, I think all the maps that came out with Modern River 2019, for the most part, were not a part of the Warzone map, same, you know, uh, Petersburg or Petrograd, Pe- maybe it's Petrograd, same thing though, it's the same thing, like, They have original maps. Like, in Modern Warfare 2019, I didn't hate their launch maps. You know? I didn't didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. Like, they had some good maps at launch. And then as the seasons went on, they took parts of the Warzone map and cut them down into their own little 6v6 maps. Like Superstore being one as an example, right? But at the end of the day, they had their own maps. They had original maps. In Modern Warfare 2, there's not really any original maps. Embassy is a part of the Warzone map. Um, what else is part of the Warzone map? I think even that map with, like, all the water and stuff, I fucking forgot the name of it. I'm pretty sure that's a part of the Warzone map. Um... What else do we, got? Uh, we know Terminal will come down the line. That's obviously in, in the Warzone map. But it's part of Airport. Um... I just had one on the top of my head that I thought of. And that's... That's, uh... The Warzone part. Um... Every Spec Ops mission is part of the Warzone map. <laughs> Not really surprised by that, though. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. It was on... It was on the tip of my tongue. But... I fucking forgot it. Oh Embassy, we already went over. Oh, there was another one in there. There was another one in there. Anyways, the the point is, most of the maps in the game right now are a part of the Greater Warzone map. I would say all but maybe two or three maps are a part of the Warzone map that are in the rotation for 6v6 gameplay. Uh, The race car map is original, not a part of the Warzone map. Uh, The Farm 18 map, I think that's the name of it, not a part of the Warzone map. Um, So, like, they do have a few that aren't a part of the Warzone map, and, and those tend to be actually the better 6v6 maps, but all the ones that are a part of the Warzone map, they're not very entertaining to play on. And it's just kind of like, okay, well, I've seen this before, and I've seen that before. Like, I don't really resonate with, you know, playing a map that's for Warzone in 6v6. To me, it's just a waste of time. They are bringing back Shoot House uh, from Model Warfare for 2019 and Shipment. So that's nice. So for people like me that like to play very, very fast-paced fucking Call of Duty, that will be a play- playlist that I'm in most of the time. I'm trying to think of that map that I was thinking about that is part of the warzone map, and I can't put it on the fucking like I, I just can't remember the fucking name of it, <laughs> but it's a part of the warzone map. Oh my gosh, it pisses me off that I can't remember what what it was, um. But I digress. Outside of the maps itself, though, like it's it's a it's good, but because the maps are bad and give campers too many places to sit and pick you off, it, it's not fun, you know, when you're someone like me that plays rusher playstyle, and for those of you that don't know Call of Duty, there are certain playstyles that there are, right, you have the rusher, this is the guy that normally runs around with an AR slash SMG, or if it's on a very small, close quarters map, a shotgun, and people run around and get their kills, That's what a rusher is. They're always on the move. They're always pushing forward to find their next kill. Rather, they're pushing forward at full pace or they're, you know, going forward and listening. Either way, you're considered a rusher because you're always moving. Campers are people that sit in a corner or in a room and they take someone out. Now, don't get me wrong. There are times where rushers can camp when they're, you know, regenerating health, or if they hear someone following them and they try to fake someone out, sure, but that's different than someone that sits in one place majority of the game and doesn't fucking move, right? Um, Now, obviously, depending on your game mode depends on if camping is reasonable or not. Like, if you're playing a game like Hardpoint, naturally, you're going to be camping because you have to hold down a specific area, but if you're playing a game mode like TDM where you just run around and get kills... There's no reason to sit down and camp. You're not holding down an objective, right? And I like to play hardpoint. But whenever you do play TDM, the problem with Infinity Ward maps, there's just too many places to camp. At least when it came to Black Ops Cold War and stuff, they gave you so many ways to uh, combat campers, it's not even funny. Um, Like, for instance, just having, like, armor, extra armor and stuff, like, that gives you extra time to react to a camper. Um... And, not to mention, fucking grenades in Cold War were fucking crazy. Now, obviously, they gave everyone trophy systems and stuff, but, I mean, what are you going to do, you know? Um, but, yeah, no. So, Modern Warfare 2, in terms of the multiplayer, it's I. I think that as the seasons go on, as long as they get the maps better, then we'll be fine. Um, and, obviously, Modern Warfare 2 is going to be the first Call of Duty in a, in like over a decade of this franchise that is going to be going for two years of a life cycle normally Call of Duty's come out every year and it sounds like going forward that Activision has confirmed that every Call of Duty from here on out will get two year life support for their game before the next game releases which in my opinion is not inherently bad I think giving developers four years instead of three years to you know polish a game and stuff is perfectly good <laughs> But if they do take that extra time and the game comes out and is still broken, then I'm really going to start to wonder what's the point of giving them extra time if they can't polish anything, right? So it really comes down to can they deliver? Treyarch has an next game in 2024, and I think Treyarch will deliver, especially on Zombies. Zombies is like Treyarch's bread and butter. If for some reason the multiplayer is not up to par, the Zombies can always make up for it. I personally was not a huge fan of Cold War's multiplayer, but I loved the zombies, and the campaign was actually pretty decent, while sure it was decent. So zombies, I played zombies pretty much for two years straight. Like I played zombies through Cold War, I played zombies through um Vanguard. I played Cold War through Vanguard's life cycle. I did not have any interest in playing fucking Vanguard. I didn't get that far in the Vanguard prestige system. At all, I had no interest in playing Vanguard. I played the new zombie maps when they came out. I rarely played multiplayer at all. I only played league play with the boys, and that was it. I simply only played league play with the boys. That was the only bit of Vanguard that I played. I probably had more time played in league play than multiplayer, even though you know league play didn't come out for a while afterwards. Um, but yeah, so. I figured, you know, I'd have to make these comparisons. But, Modern Warfare 2, as a base game right now, I would have to rate, out of 10, probably a 7, um, or a 7.5. I can't rate it an 8, because it doesn't have good maps. It has great gunplay, it has a really good campaign, but the problem is, most people don't buy Call of Duty for the campaign. Most people don't even play COD campaigns anymore, um... And if they do, then, you know, people don't tend to put much value on it, um, in the entire package. So, in terms of that, you have an alright multiplayer, looks great, plays great, gunplay's great, but your map designs suck, which therefore make the game itself not fun when you're having to, you know, try to find a way to deal with campers, um... So that is my major complaint, is just map design. Um, but then your Spec Ops mode is very lacking in content. you got three missions, and they're ones and dones. So until they come out with raids in Season 1, we will return and talk about Modern Warfare 2's raids when we get them. But until we get the raids, I can't give my opinion on them, and if that makes the package better. I would say and suggest people, if you're going to buy a Call of Duty game, wait. Wait until a few seasons go by. Wait to see what kind of content the game gets. Because now I'm going to cover season one and let you guys know why. I tell you to wait. I'm going to show the or share the content, right, that we're getting in Season 1, and, and you guys will start to understand why I say wait for Call of Duty for a few seasons before you buy it on Day 1, because Day 1, there normally isn't much to do outside of the campaign. So, with that being said, this is the second half of the podcast, um, talking about Season 1 and the content for Modern Warfare 2 going forward. So in Season 1... As we have for the past three Call of Duties, we're going to be getting a Battle Pass, shocker. However, they are deciding to change up how the Battle Pass works. So essentially, it's going to be more like Fortnite's Battle Pass where when you rank up and stuff, you're going to be getting like Battle Pass tokens um, that you can use to choose the path that your Battle Pass goes. So if you want to unlock certain weapons first or skins first, you're allowed to unlock what you want. Uh, the way that you want to unlock it, so that way you're not forced to play for a progression that is linear, and that is the truth, progression is very, very linear in the previous few Call of Duties, so the battle pass system is is being updated to being more like Fortnite's, so there's going to be four operators, no, five operators coming this season, no, six operators this season, holy shit, um so in the battle pass obviously we're gonna be get uh be getting a new operator and his name is zeus um don't know much about him yet but you know that's his name we will be getting gaz in the store as a bundle with another operator i forgot the fucking name of the operator but they don't have a picture i don't know why that is if they just haven't finished rendering whatever it is or not or if it's supposed to be a secret for some reason but either way There will be two more, uh, those two operators in the store at some point during season one. And then there's going to be three bundles for, uh, football players, a.k.a. like soccer. So, like Messi and stuff, and then then there's two other guys who I don't, I don't fucking keep up with soccer, so I don't know who the fuck the players' names are. I just know Messi. Um, but yeah, so there's going to be, like, three different operator bundles for soccer players and, yeah, there's there's plenty of operators. There's six operators this first season. Obviously, one you get with the battle pass, and the rest you'll have to buy in bundles. But, hey, what do you expect? We're also getting four guns this season. Four guns! In the battle pass, we are getting a SMG, a sniper rifle, and then we are getting the M13. And later on in the season, we are getting... um the honey badger it's not called the honey badger but it looks like the honey badger and it pretty much is the honey badger so those are the four guns that we are getting this season uh obviously we're getting raids um, in season for spec ops we are getting warzone 2.0 we're also getting dmz with warzone 2.0 so people can try out both of those on day one of warzone 2's launch which is great Um, gives us something to look forward to beyond the Modern Warfare side of things. On day one of season one, we will be getting Shoot House and then getting Shipment in season. Really sad to see that the trend from Vanguard is carrying over to where we only get two 6v6 maps a season um, I, you know, it just, it really sucks, it's like, come on, man, like, I'd like to have more, maybe Black Ops Cold War and Modern Warfare, you know, 2019 were the same, but they gave you so much content per season that it just didn't feel like you got one map, but then again, who knows, um, but yeah, so we get two new 6v6 maps, um, they're going to be adding in new vehicles and stuff, obviously, because, you know, Warzone, um, I don't know if they're going to be in Ground War or not, but I know that there's just new vehicles coming. Um, What else? Oh, yeah, the Prestige system. So the Prestige system this year is relatively like it has been the past three years, with the main difference being that at the end of each season, you will keep your current number rank, and you won't get reset. So you can just continue from where you left off on the previous season. So instead of your rank getting set back to fucking level 55 every fucking season, instead of that happening, your rank just continues to go up, which, in my opinion, is good, resetting people's ranks is so fucking annoying, I remember back in the day seeing prestige icons and max ranks and stuff, like, that was fucking dope, like, if you want us to reset our ranks, then give us the old prestige system back, but at least we get, like, you know, the prestige emblem and stuff, The one thing that is nice about the new prestige system to the old prestige system is that, you know, you get to keep all your weapons and attachments, so you don't have to keep re-ranking up guns and, you know, to get perks and all that stuff again, because that was the only thing that sucked about the prestige system, the old one. So I do like it better in the sense where you just need to get ranked up every 50 levels. And you can keep all your attachments and stuff, because I think having to re-earn your attachments every time you prestige is so fucking retarded. It just makes no damn sense to me. Or not, not, not reget your attachments, but reget your guns. You know what I'm saying? But anyways, I digress. So yeah, with Modern Warfare um two season one, there there's a lot of content. They also got like some more game modes coming out for multiplayer as well. They're going to be adding in a CDL playlist. So basically. The full-on league play system will not be coming out until 2023, and Treyarch will be the one making the league play for 2023, and for Modern Warfare 2. I guess Activision really likes what they've done, Treyarch has done the past three league plays for Vanguard, Cold War, and now Modern Warfare 2, so it doesn't surprise me they're going to keep him around. It looks like this year we actually have an operator for... Um, CDL, which is nice. So, if we if if you guys don't understand what I'm talking about, um, the Call of Duty League, aka the competitive Call of Duty that do that have actual seasons and actual teams and franchises and that compete in tournaments, and at the end of the season, in a huge championship tournament, um, they have league play, which is basically your competitive or ranked play for Call of Duty and in the store where you can buy your bundles and stuff they have team packs so you can essentially buy skins for your operators that are you know that got your team's logos on them like their uniforms right and you get like a camo for your guns and a weapon charm and a calling card and an emblem or a spray or whatever and a watch and um the it looks like this year they're going back to the operator model for the CDL instead of giving you uh, a skin for an already existing operator Um, In Modern Warfare 2019 and Vanguard, they gave you multiple um, operator skins for that team. So basically, they give you the jersey for every operator, both a home and away jersey. In Black Ops Cold War, they made a singular operator for the CDL. So instead of having like... Two different, um, you know, an away and home uniform for every character in the game. They just had one operator where you could customize the away and the home uniform. And it looks like that's what they're doing this year too, which I like. I personally like having a operator set for the CDL instead of choosing whatever operator you want and throwing a skin on it. It just, it's stupid. It just has a lot more time, goes into development. Like, think about it, right? On a development standpoint. You spend all this time making the same outfit for every fucking character on the game. Instead of just making one operator that wears a Holman and Away outfit. That's the easier thing to do, right? So, yeah. Anyways, though. Um, that's That's that. But I am excited for the CDL playlist, and then of course the full CDL um, ranked play to come out in twenty twenty three, where you can actually you know rank up um, and earn points and. You know, complete challenges, get rewards and whatnot, which will be really, really nice. Um, I've always loved rank play. It's so fucking fun. It's sweaty as balls. But when, like, you guys gotta admit, whenever I stream rank play, especially back during Cold Wars Day, it was always entertaining to watch. Cause I, I'm always on the edge of my seat. I'm swearing. I'm calling people dog shit and trash and all this. It's great. It's fun stuff. Um, Prime Call of Duty. But yeah, no, I'm excited about that. So, plenty of stuff coming in the season 1 update Um, obviously, you know, some of it will be spaced out to about the season 1 reloaded or around the season 1 reloaded time, but normally everything that's on the season 1 roadmap is um, a combination of stuff that you're gonna get leading up to season 1 to a degree, but yeah so I'm excited for Warzone 2, I'm excited for ranked play next year It's really unfortunate that the CDL season starts in December, but we don't get ranked play until 2023, but it may be January 2023, so I don't know how how long into 2023 it's going to take for ranked play, but anyways, I digress, super excited for it, it's going to make Modern Warfare have more value, Um, because Warzone and DMZ are separate from Modern Warfare 2, they're on the same engine and they use the same operators and guns and stuff, but as far as I'm concerned, it's a separate game, it's not really a part of Modern Warfare 2. Just like the original Warzone, yes, was on the same engine and had the same guns and operators... But as time went on, they integrated it with Cold War and with Vanguard. So it makes me—I'm really interested to see what they're going to do for Warzone Two. Are they going to integrate it with the next Treyarch game and the next Vanguard game? And if so, like, how's that going to work out? Like, have they found out a way to not make it overly crowded and cluster like the original, Van, uh, or excuse me, the origi- original Warzone? Um, and for those of you that are wondering about the original Warzone, so on November 16th, when they drop Warzone 2, Warzone 1 is going to have downtime and is going to be offline for about two weeks, and then it's going to return on November 28th, I believe is when they said, as Warzone Caldera, so it's, I guess, just going to be Caldera? maybe rebirth will stay i'm not sure but verdansk is not coming back the only place you'll be able to play verdansk is call of duty warzone mobile when that launches sometime next year and that'll be where you can go back to the original og verdansk but outside of that um verdansk is not going to be returning it's just going to be strictly straight up caldera um, and it will still be free to play. I don't know if they're going to add any updates to it or whatnot, but what it sounds like is Raven Software and everybody are moving over to focusing on Warzone 2, which makes a lot of sense. Um, in Warzone 2, they also announced that they are going to be keeping loadout systems to a degree where you can um, you know, get a primary weapon out of a loadout, but you can get like a full loadout if you like, complete strongholds and stuff, so they kind of incentivize you to do um, other objectives and fight AI in the game. To get, you know, the best potential um, you know, loadout. And they also said that they are kind of doing a uh they're keeping the original Warzone way of, you know, collecting stuff, like picking up weapons and picking up um like health kits and everything like that. Like it's gonna stay the same way as Uh, Warzone 1, because when they originally were going through Warzone 2 and showing it, it looked a lot like Blackout, and for those of you that didn't play Blackout, Blackout was annoying when it came to inventory management, because you would have to go up to a dead body, you would have to open up a bag, and then you would have to scroll through the bag and collect individual things that you want. As to where in Warzone, where you just kill somebody, they drop everything on the ground and you just walk up, tap X, and move along. So, it's a, you know, it, it's a lot quicker with the original Warzone than it was with um, Blackout in Black Ops 4 and the system just works better when it comes to looting off a dead body instead of having to actually open up a, a crate or something and what it sounds like is they're keeping the original way of collecting loot off a dead body in Warzone which is just simply going up and picking stuff up off the ground. However, in DMZ that is where the backpack feature will be enabled. And for those of you that don't know what DMZ is, it's supposed to be like an escape from Tarkov mode where you join into the lobby, you set up what missions you want to do within that game session, then you have to complete those missions to get money, to get, you know, certain loot and whatnot, and then you exfil, and if you ex-fill successfully, you get to keep everything, and at a certain point, I'm not sure exactly how this works yet, but I heard about it today, that... You get, like, these designated guns, so, like, when you die, you don't lose that gun. So, I don't know how you get a designated gun, if you have to exfil with it or not, but there that is a feature that they do have. So, I'm very excited to see what they do with uh, with DMZ. I'm actually really, really excited. And what's going to be nice is, as someone like myself that is a big co-op player, I think the main thing that Model Warfare 2 needs to be bringing is... You need to be bringing DMZ, you need to be bringing raids, Warzone, like, if you're you're Spec Ops as of right now, which they will be adding in a new mission on launch day for Spec Ops, but right now Spec Ops is very bare bones, and the missions are one-time playthroughs. There's nothing special about them to keep people coming back. So, when raids come out to Special Ops, you need to make sure that raids are fucking good, and raids are tied into the expanding story after the Modern Warfare 2 campaign which is great, but raids need to be done well. And raids apparently will not take place on the Warzone map. They will be taking place on their own individually created maps, and they are literally missions that have, like, story and stuff to it. And apparently the first mission has to do with a submarine base and sharing an oxygen tank with your team. So I'm very, very excited to see how raids play out, because raids actually sound really interesting, so all this co-op stuff is what I'm really excited about, because like I said, I like to play zombies, zombies is like my main thing in a Call of Duty when it is prevalent, I like multiplayer, don't get me wrong, I like to play multiplayer, but these are the two things that I play through majority of a Call of Duty life cycle, ranked play, and co-op, I don't play multiplayer casually that often right normally when a new call of duty comes out between then and whenever ranked play comes out is normally the only time you catch me really playing pubs or if me and my cousins or friends want to hop into a game of pubs to warm up but normally if we want to do that we just go into a custom game with bots so when it comes down to it Understand that when it comes to playing pubs, for me anyways, that's not what I look for. I don't look to play the average multiplayer. I like co-op. I like... League play, and that's where I mainly play, when I play COD. So when League play comes out, that's probably where I'm going to be majority of the time, unless raids are absolutely fucking phenomenal, and obviously I'll play Games of Warzone 2, and I'll play DMZ, like, I'll I'll be dipping my toes into everything, but, for the most part, I'm just kind of sticking to my gut, and I think that that's what I should do, and stay true to myself, so... But, ladies and gentlemen, that is going to have to do it for this podcast. I hope you all enjoyed. Hopefully, I didn't stutter too much or, you know, reiterate a point like 50,000 times, which I tend to do. Um, But, yeah, it was, I know it's been a while since I've, you know, had a podcast out, and I figured it was time to come back and give you guys a big lowdown on Modern Warfare because now that we get a lot of information on season one, and I obviously did my review on the base game. There's a lot to look forward to here with Modern Warfare 2, which is really exciting, because as someone that lived through a year of Vanguard, and as every other Call of Duty fan can probably testify, Vanguard is dog shit, and there's nothing redeemable about that fucking game. But with Modern Warfare 2, there's plenty of redeeming qualities, and I'm really excited. Really, really excited. Um, But thank you very much for listening. I hope you all enjoyed. Go follow my Instagram, PC voice podcast to get up to date, of course, on when I upload and whatnot. And, um, I also have all the links associated with the podcast itself, my getter account where I post about, um, my uploads to Rumble, so if you want to know about my Rumble uploads, please go follow my Getter account, I try to keep PC Boys and PC Boys Uncensored separate, while they are both under the PC Boys brand name, what the topics cover are so vastly different, tonally and 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 with how I communicate about things, it's for a completely separate audience to this, so if you are interested in the Rumble stuff, go follow my Getter, link is in my Instagram uh, also, go follow me on Rumble, if you're interested in Manosphere content, or you just like to hear someone talk about, you know, and complain about society, um, I love to do that on there, it's so fun, um, but yeah, so, it's essentially more so entertainment, but it will piss people off, so, like, that's why I say, like, if you go over there and you're entertaining that stuff, you know, head on over and check it out, um, but yeah, So, that's really all I got to say. Also, go follow the Discord. Don't want to forget about that one. That link is also on the Instagram. So, go follow the Discord. That is the easiest way for me to get in contact with my community, both from Rumble and from my main channel, to know what they want me to do for podcasts. Um, But at the end of the day, thank you very much for listening. I hope you all enjoyed, and I'll catch you all in the next one.